Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, does it hurt for you to even say that? Is yeah. that why you're laughing? Okay, I also just said something like wildly inappropriate, like right before. That's okay. They're not going to hear that. So, I, I'm Penn Holderness. Let me. I'm just going to grab the mic here. This is the Holderness Family Podcast. We are so thrilled that you are joining us uh, here. So um, thrilled. Uh, we we like to we like to center these podcasts sometimes around a story, and today's story is. <laughs> I was in the other room. I don't know why this is so funny. Just just hanging out, getting ready to do this podcast, which is maybe we should have done this yesterday because this podcast uh, acts as a stress release for us. It correct? Does. Like it's we 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 use this to to decompress, to have some time for each other. It's really the only time we have for each other. The rest of the time, we're working together, we're parenting together, and it's not about us. It's about other people. Mm -hmm. It's not about us as individuals or us as a couple. And so I'm just getting ready to do this, and we're doing our team brainstorming meeting and trying to think about, you know, like, what's the story we tell today? And then the story happened that, Kim, what were you doing exactly? You guys, I was trying to take off my socks from a standing position and my back just went like, if my back could speak or make noise, it would go, oh, because <laughs> it just like went like, oh, I, I don't like that noise but uh, like, and, for my own reasons. But go ahead. Yes. And OK, we have so many stories. To <laughs> and so my back and my back was like, yeah. you're done. Yep. And so we know I know myself well enough to know that my body reacts to stress it in does. different ways. And it literally my back and I think it's a common kind of physical cue for people but my back is the area that says you know what girl you're gonna lay on your ass 
and you are just going to sit here and deal with life right now. And so whenever I'm going through times of great stress, my back, and I like to avoid stress as we all do and avoid emotion. And so my back is like, you're done. Right. Sit down and deal with it. And then that's why it was so funny. The minute pen hit record, we were testing mic levels and we got this email from one of the kids' school saying there's a mandatory sports parents meeting. And I was like, no, I'm not going. Like, and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And they send it like the day before. No, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah. sorry. You Please take my kid off the team. <laughs> please. Right. That would solve some stress. We're, we're obviously going to back up and explain why you're feeling this way. So the story of the day, which it's a story time always helps, is Kim was putting on or taking off a sock taking off. just taking off a sock which you could have just done by taking one foot and just pushing down on the ba- the bottom of it unless it was like a you know high sock we'll talk about that later and she pulled her back out and we just looked at each other and we were like this is this is it this is your body telling you to chill out and like we i want to dive into that and i want to hear some of the things that you've learned because kim over the course of the last month or so You've like I, I I know that you have identified the need for some self care and some therapy, and you've gone down this road where I like, you know, I, I kind of want to like mooch off of it because I feel like some of the things that you're learning could be really helpful for me too. Because we just got done with this summer of of parenting that involves like it, it's almost entirely centered around our kids and seeing like what kind of potential and athletic development they can have whether it's through tennis or basketball. And I think we're both were guilty of like getting into it. What's, what's the right way to say getting well, into no, it a little bit too much? What's the right way? I, I mean, don't even think the reason for the stress is even important because I feel like everybody has their own stress and it's just understandable. Just, yeah. Just to say that like this season in our life, there's like the parent, then like the, just the parenting stress, but also sure. in our like work life, there's, you know, stress in our family life. There's news we weren't expecting. Like there's all of these like things that every right. single person listening to this has. So I I did, I sought out the guidance recently from a friend who gives just perfect chef's kiss advice. And I was talking cause I, I was, it was one of those moments where I was like, I, I have so, so much, I've, I've, I've endured a lot of very stressful things in my life. We all have, but like the tiniest little things were setting me off. And I, what I perceive as tiny as, you know, it's not life and death situations. And I was still really becoming, I was very overwhelmed by it. And she said, you know, and I'm actually going to read, read, cause I like wrote some of this stuff down cause yeah. the, it, the interaction was so funny. All our emotion, all the emotions, and everything I was feeling in that moment and feeling today is totally self-inflicted. None of that stuff is like a real, tangible, scary thing that's causing me physical harm. My own emotions are literally in this moment causing me physical harm. And she's like, "You, you do realize that this is all self-inflicted. Like you're these emotions. Like that's not a real scary thing that's happening to you." you know, why, why is this happening? I'm like, oh, because I want the people in my life. I just, I just want them to be happy. Right. You know, X, Y, Z people, I need them to be happy. She's like, why? I'm like, because I care about them. And this is, she goes, I'm like, because, and she's like, well, of course you care about them, but why do you need them to be happy? And I was like, because happy, happiness is more enjoyable 
than being sad. Happiness yes. is easier than being sad. Happy is is life affirming and sadness is bad. And she's like, but you really can't know true happiness and experience those moments of happiness if you haven't also experienced like the sadness and all of the things that you have to know the opposite for the happiness to be true. And and I was like, I she's like, and then she asked me the question why is happiness the goal? Why are you why do you why are you aiming for your children, your family, your friends? Like why is it that you want them to be happy? Like why is that the goal when really it should just be this neutrality and the knowledge to know that you can handle any emotion that's thrown at you. Yeah, okay, can we talk about that a little bit because yes. I understand what she's saying and, and I, she, she's yeah. she's the boss right like right. she's an, a licensed professional in this yeah. in this world but didn't you have a tough time at first understanding that because happiness is probably by definition the absence of pain and struggle it's right. it's contentment and it is a really great place to live in um yeah. or at least to be you know if there's if you're on a seesaw right and one side is happiness and one side is pain and suffering you want to at least be either like in the middle or like slightly leaning toward happy not of necessarily course. like all the way at the bottom like i always was because i was sometimes bigger than some of the people in elementary school mm -hmm. but at least like teetering a little bit in that direction right I, I would think so. And I think, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can just acknowledge that happiness is not, I'm not, happiness is not real. It's not the thing to say. Happiness should not be the goal because once you get there, it is impossible to stay there. So that then is true. That if you are in, in those, I'm thinking of those just like true exhilarating moments. They, they, they're inevitably there is a, a neutrality yeah. and there's a balance that comes after this. We talked about that after winning the amazing race. Yeah. Right. There was that like euphoria and it, it just doesn't, it's not sustainable. Right. And so, so perfect example, we, I remember looking at you running through that tunnel and I remember like, I have to remember this feeling cause it's the coolest feeling ever. Yeah. And it was exhilaration, disbelief. It was a thousand emotions into one. Like that moment of winning was relief and it was happiness. It was happiness, true happiness. Immediately following was we had to make a flight. We, I was in the same clothes, sweaty, disgusting, trying to change in an airport bathroom, trying to find our flight. They put us in the international term terminal. They, we got caught in security twice, literally, off the finish line to an airplane yeah. stress. So it was, but if I, but if I put so much val, if I put so much onto the stress of that, like the fact that, oh, I'm not happy anymore, then that creates more sadness. So I do know this also, that this is a muscle I have to exercise because let me tell you, avoiding emotion, <laughs> avoiding sadness, I would say avoiding negativity and avoiding sadness is I am I'm like black belt level. I will do about anything to avoid to avoid. Um, if I feel me too tension, we do it in different ways. We do yeah. it in different ways. So I scroll I immediately. If I feel tension or anything uncomfortable in a conversation, a work meeting, a I am I I see myself. I 
in a TV show especially. If I don't like what's happening in a TV show, I reach for my phone, I start scrolling. Because I can't deal with the discomfort of watching that show. Right. And then I have to describe yeah. when when well, when some when so when all of the gory deaths happen in Stranger Things, yeah. I have to I have to vanilla describe that to you. But I but that, we're going to be okay with that. So, or I honestly, I take a walk to the pantry. I I grab you know, and my desk right now is like really close and, to the kitchen. And, and I, these are avoidance behaviors based on a, a lot of times external factors, not necessarily right. something that's happening internally. I just want to. You said it at the beginning, but I want to keep hammering that because I thought that was so profound what she said was that this was like, I, I'm not saying it's nothing, but that there are parts of this that you are now learning that are self-inflicted. Yeah. And I have to say, I am learning now and I almost want to apologize to my kids and I, and I'm going to be looking for the moments because they will come where there's that extreme disappointment. Because when I see my kids disappointed, which happens because they're humans, I am trying to do a better job of just letting them be sad. I have been, I've been really aware of that for a couple of years of, and even asking them, hey, do you just need to be sad right now? Do we need to, what do we need to, let, let's be sad, you know? But I very quickly, I, I will allow them to be sad and say, yeah, this sucks, I'm so sorry. I'll do that, but then I'll start the tap dance, which is, you know what? Everything in my life, this is true, Everything in my life that is worth having and that I value and that I love is because of a job I did not get that I had prayed for. A relationship that that I thought I wanted that ended in flames, you know. Like there was a guy I was dating forever and I really loved him. He was cheating on me the whole time. I was devastated. But if that had not happened, I never would have met you. I never would have moved and met you. Yeah, I'm always just like so grateful for that guy. I'm, I know, right? Like that is the best thing that ever happened. And the girl, to me. like who, and, like, yeah. and the girl that cheated. I'm, I'm grateful for both of them. I'm like, you and know, I, thank you. I, she thanks, thanks for getting her to a a state where she would stoop <laughs> stop it. to this level and but, just like the greatest rebound of all time. Stop it. I Charles Barkley the heck out of you. Stop it was it. great. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, but I have to. But I I quickly jump in with you know what you didn't make the team or whatever it is I'm trying to cheer them up from, but that just means this will happen. And that's not necessarily what, I mean, it kind of minimizes that emotion that I'm trying to get them to feel. Yeah. And we will be right back. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. I'm really glad you've had her uh, as a resource. I want to I talk to her about my week and try to explain away my week because I don't understand why my priorities are what they are right now. I think I'm just so all in on parenting that that part about that, like seeing my children disappointed or upset because they either lost something athletically or they didn't you know, lead up, you know, work up to their expectations. That's what has, I mean, that's what has kind of dominated my brain this week. And it's the same week that I found out that we're about to start this cycle again with my second parent. For those of you who listen to the podcast, my father passed away a couple of months ago. It, it By the was, way, it was like a month ago. So was it a month? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was uh, June. It was June, but it was mid June. Yeah. It was a month yeah. and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's still pretty recent for yeah. me. It's like even hard to quantify the time because he had been, we'd been saying goodbye to him for several years. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I don't mean to bump people out with this, but I'm, so we, we put him into hospice about a month before he passed away because we could, because he qualified in that end of life, like transition had begun. There was weight changes. There were like blood pressure, heart stuff, all that stuff going on. And he was, he probably should have done it a long time before, but he was kind of in his late stages. And so I, I was sitting down yesterday having the same exact meeting about my mom. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this could be, this could be happening again. And that should be what's, Maybe it is what's giving me sorrow. I I think it is. But but my mind is preoccupied with these other things, it seems like. Like, that's where I'm going to, is to trying to manage those things. Friends and family and children and parenting, you're trying to put, you're trying to. So here's my thing. First of all, back to your mom. It is heartbreaking to think about losing your mom so soon after losing your dad. But, you know, we were saying how it was kind of a blessing with her Alzheimer's that she would never know she was a widow. I do think she knows she's a widow. And I think that's why she's yeah. declining. No, I told you the same thing. Like when yeah. we, when I was having lunch with her and there was just something different. And then we had this, you know, this meeting to talk about it. And look, people know a lot about Alzheimer's. It has been studied so heavily over the last 20, 30 years. I mean, since my, since my granddad had it in 1980, uh, nine when he passed away. Like that's when I started learning about it. So it's been a long time. Um, you can study brain activity. You can look at a brain and see how much of it's working. And all of that evidence 
tends to suggest that they do lose you know their grip on reality and then the next thing that happens is their brain doesn't get along with their body and they forget how to swallow food and chew food and that's when it gets kind of dangerous and in between that just a lot of the other basic memories of their life or recognitions of people they see every day goes away but there's really no when, when you're at that point you're not able to talk mm-hmm. so there's really no way of knowing what exactly is going on in their mind mm-hmm. and i even talked about this with my daughter because she's she's just she's not eating as much anymore and it at your mom not your right mom. my mom and and that it, it started about a month ago like right around the time that dad passed away even though they didn't really spend that much time together toward the end they did some mm-hmm. i i think maybe even on like a spiritual level she just knows i think so she just knows and i mean god how sad is all of that but i think it's possible that that's what's happening right now which mm-hmm. is equal parts heartbreaking and also kind of sweet because they were so in love with each other. It was Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Anyway, so that's all going on this week and it's going to continue to go on. And this will probably be the the year that (laughs) I I would have expected this to have been the year that I remembered that I, you know, won the uh, amazing race and a million dollars, but that's not what this year is going to be remembered for because it's, there's a good chance that in this calendar year, it's going to happen to me twice. And, and then that's going to be it. Uh, so why, what, what would you tell me like as, as the proxy, because I probably need to talk to someone just as much as you do, if not more, why am I obsessing over these other things? Because I believe those other things, and we're talking about those other things. We have, you know, friend relationships, you know, that need some solving and parenting relate parenting things. Those things you feel like you have a measure of control. I can do something about it. You can do, you can make phone calls to help a friend. Mm -hmm. You can send an email to help a friend. You can, you know, comfort your son who, you know, experienced some disappointment in a sporting thing. Like you can, you can check a box on those. And so therefore you feel like, even though you really don't have control over that, because, we cannot control it is none of our business how other people have emotions and react to things so their emotions and reactions are not our business but we feel like we can control them and i believe you are trying to avoid a deep grief over your dad and you think i am i mean the impending the impending grief of your mother the second one feels more real to me and you've asked me a bunch of times why i'm why i haven't like openly been grieving a ton it's just i've been doing it for four years no i know i know honey and i know you have been sad and i know you like and i know you have been sad about it uh but i i that is my theory and i know that you are definitely the court jester and that you play an important role in our family that I mean, we wrote about it in our book about the secret contracts. Like your your job, you believe you believe your job is to, you know, deliver news with jazz hands. And no matter how deep things get, you're going to be our comedy leader, and you're going to make us laugh and sing and dance, which we love and brings us value. But there are times when you need to just sit and pause and grieve. And I think that you may be avoiding that is my belief. But I also believe you are you are a dear, devoted friend. 
and you are a dear devoted dad, you quit your job so you could be a more active parent. So, so when your friends and your family are hurting, you you want to solve. So I do I like that. I'm not trying to minimize that, but I'm, what I'm saying to you is that that it is impossible to solve that tying your your emotions and happiness and this is like what i i was preached to me that i need to to remember like tying your emotions and happiness to the emotions and happiness like whether your friend is losing his job like it is not possible for us like that is like the definition of codependency which is like and i need to finish that book codependency no more because it's it's impossible to unravel and it just does nobody any good when we're that codependent okay so what do i do (laughs) deep breaths (laughs) so and that was my next question so like i i have to say even my i did take a probably more Advil than my body should um, handle. So my back is feeling better even having this conversation. I was about to ask that. Like I was going to ask how you're feeling now. um, I think sharing, for me, kind of sharing that mental load and just talking about things really helps. It's not helpful for everybody. You you like to hear when um, when I'm struggling. Penn cried the other day. And I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is true. Like, so we're he like, started crying. we're sitting there. T- I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like openly like bawling, but I, I teared up a bit and I told her, I'm like, I'm having, I'm not handling this as well as I should be. And you looked at me and you said, can I just tell you how good that makes me feel? Because I thought I was taking crazy pills. And that, because you were having a tough time with it as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, so I guess you're welcome <laughs> because well, honestly, it made me feel like my emotions were valid, which I don't really need permission to have those emotions, but it was, you know, something I was really upset about and I found out you were upset about it too. And I, I mean, I cry a lot. So to have a matched emotion, it made me feel valid. <laughs> and I have to say, so here's another thing. I was talking to a friend who, you know, I feel like right, right now we're in this season with friends experiencing loss of different things and i i did the thing where i was like do you just want me to be sad and we can just be sad and mad and just really upset about this thing that had happened and i'm like and then i said let me know you know when you want uh you know when you want to cheer up and we you know i sent silly memes and i did all the i did all that stuff because i think that's okay too i think it's okay to like be silly and jokey too but also I, there was a point, there's a point in time when I need to hear it. And I told you this, there's a point in time where even if you don't know that it's true, Pen, I need to hear you say it's going to be okay. And I, I don't, that for me, it doesn't always make everybody feel better. And my friend's like, actually, that doesn't make me feel better. And I was like, okay, okay. I, I, I you know, zip, 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 rewind, pretend I didn't say it. But for me, it helps to hear somebody say, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. Hey, you just did two things. You just did something interesting. You said everything's going to be okay the first time. And then you said it's going to be okay the second time. And it's funny when you said everything's going to be okay. I didn't like that. Okay. It, it just felt like a, it felt like an unattainable 
promise and it also felt like yeah. you're saying like life is going to be perfect after this but i really liked it's going to be okay That's better interesting are you like that too or is it just me no now first of all i'm the biggest believer that words matter oh yeah words matter so i like it's going to be okay it's because very it's specific well yeah i mean you may as I, I think if someone's having a specific problem and you say it's going to be okay it allows you to to really understand exactly what it is that they're saying. But if you say everything's going to be okay, no, it's not. Everything's not going to be okay. <laughs> but I also understand why people reject that. And in this situation, when I was trying to tell a friend who was going through some mm, stuff, it's going to be okay. Seem to minimize to her. It felt like it was minimizing mm -hmm. the thing that is pretty monumental. So I, and I immediately, I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. Those are the wrong words. Words are hard and yeah. not appropriate. But there are moments I need to hear it. So let me, for anybody out there who's driving their car or on a walk or folding laundry and you are carrying something very heavy that's, you know, on your heart and you're really sad, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's going to be okay. It is. It's going to be okay because you have made it through every other really hard emotion that you've inflicted on yourself <laughs> or, or that's been inflicted on you. It's not always, or, yeah, it's not true. always self-inflicted. That's true. That's true. You, but you have, if you're listening to this now, you've made it like you've done all of those hard days. Like you've lived through a lot of hard days and you will, you will get past this. And I have to remind myself that it's going to be okay. And it's a muscle that I have to flex and I have to, I feel like I wish there was a gym that we could go to. <laughs> I guess that's therapy, right? Yeah. That, that like, you but know, most people don't go to it. That instead of doing squats could just be, you know, phrases that I need to learn and just help me sit and just like force me to sit on my butt and experience emotions. Because let me tell you, I've been avoiding them my whole entire life. And I don't know why I don't, I mean, I, I, you know, I have very loving parents and never did they ever say, Kim, you're bothering me with your emotions. Like nobody ever said that. Nobody ever minimized me like that, that I remember. I don't know. What do you think? I mean. I, I think, okay. You just said a lot. Okay. I'm sorry. For, first of all, I, I really, uh, I, I think you may have just like made someone's day or someone's week or someone's year by just saying that because th there isn't always somebody that you're with even if they're like your life partner who are programmed or even capable of saying it's going to be okay that's uh some people just don't say that mm -hmm. you know what i mean i i mean you keep talking about the difference between real problems and self-inflicted problems i mean you have said it yourself like we're pretty like if if an alien landed on Earth and like met us, they'd be like, "You guys should be way more happy than everybody else. <laughs> you should be so happy. You have beautiful kids. You have like you know, yeah. you have a stable marriage. You work your own jobs. Um, you know, but we obviously have stress points that other people don't have when you have the job that we have. But I think on the balance, like we should be." loaded down lower on the seesaw. So anything that you say or theorize as to explain why that's the case, I'm here for it and I want to understand it. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I've appreciated everything that you've said about that today. That like that, that happiness is unsustainable and that 
you have to, you know, it, I think one of the things that you said earlier on this week that I'll remember was happiness is only relative to unhappiness, mm-hmm. right? And to struggles. Mm-hmm. Am I answering the? Yeah, I believe I, I believe so. And you know, I'll, I'm also the first to admit that I may be getting these words wrong because it's pretty nuanced. But it it for me, and it may not help everybody to visualize it in this way. But for me, it was really as somebody who deals with depression, and my my default state is a little lower to the ground on the seesaw. It was helpful for me to know to know that happiness like that 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 peak you hit on the top of the seesaw nobody stays there nobody stays there for long in my head i really thought even you pen like cuz you are kind of naturally high you know naturally happy person i just thought that everybody was kind of floating up top and to hear that no nobody stays there nobody stays there we're all i mean the i mean i'm trying i'm thinking the kardashians they have more money than God intended one person to have, but they, they, according to the headlines, I'm not seeing a show, but they have so much drama. There's, you know, there's divorces and people's cheating on them. And like, no, like even, even that much, you know, that's a really bad example. Who's another example? Well, I can go the other way mm-hmm. and say, my buddy just got back from Africa and, and said that, that he he was in this community in Kenya and he said that at least from his perspective mm-hmm. despite the fact that they had nothing compared to us like and that their a large percentage of their their day was where do we get food where do mm-hmm. we get shelter like what happens next his he came back with this perspective that as a whole they seemed Happier. incredibly content mm-hmm. because they had each other and they had, he used the term community. Mm-hmm. They had this sense of community and empathy where they were, I think able to struggle together. And he thought he was like, I think this is, again, I'm not saying that this is a blanket statement, but he came home and he was like, I think these people are happier than I am. Yeah. So I'm just going in the other direction and, and saying that it, I mean, maybe it is th- that sense of, community that did it for them and i think you could accomplish community in a lot of ways you could accomplish community with a family you can accomplish it with your spouse you can accomplish it with a big group of people by like making those connections mm-hmm. as maybe it's just me as an extrovert i believe that that might be one of the keys to finding happiness is 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 recognizing and embracing and, and all of those connections. And maybe happiness is not the key word we should be using. Uh, more contentment. Yeah, or, yeah. That, and yeah. that was the word that he used too. Mm-hmm. So again, self-inflicted, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I mean, and also I say this all the time, like this is, this, this stuff in our house is just stuff. And that's like, none yeah. of that stuff is important. And I do, it's so funny. I have vision. There's a lot of people who always want to, you know, go like have a bigger house and more stuff. I'm in this stage in life where I want less. I'm actually doing this thing where I'm trying to get rid of, I just, we have too much stuff. I have too many things in my closet. I have too many, like I have too much. So I'm, I'm actively getting rid of two things a day. Mm -hmm. So some of them are, you know, expired skincare products that I've had, you know, I found something that expired like five years ago. That's easy. I can throw that away. But I have, other things that and the reason why two for me is two seems very attainable but if i have two books that i've already read i can call my neighbor 
and walk those over and drop those off on her doorstep. Yeah. Whereas I feel like when you when you start when you just spend a weekend and you declutter an entire attic space and you just have a lot of stuff that ends up in the trash or ends up in donation bins that end up in the trash. And I don't think there's like a really, and there's no intention about where that stuff goes and we're creating a lot of waste. So two things a day has been very sustainable for me. I'm going to ask you this question with love. Oh, geez. How many things do you think you buy a day? That is a very good question. Uh, and it's a fair question. I think I'm definitely replacing the two things. <laughs> no, well, I mean, so some of the stuff I buy is, you know, coffee and dog food. I'm looking at, I'm thinking of like our, my last trip to Target and makeup remover and kids just started school. So there's like the back to school stuff. So there's been a lot. And I think that's maybe part of it. There's been a lot of consuming and I just want to make sure I'm intentional about the stuff I'm not using. So I don't have a problem with consumption. I, I love clothes. I love shopping. Um, but if I'm not using something, I want to make sure somebody else can use it. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I, and I, I'm, I do in no way, like our closet isn't big enough for you to be like a mega shopper. Yeah. Right. It's, I think it's, I'm glad our closet is not one of those, you probably aren't, but I'm glad one, it's not one of those closets that has like a table and an office and a giant I know. I love the like look a, of those closets, but I think it would then inspire me to fill it when I don't need to fill it. I just, I love clothes, but I have a uniform. I did, I do, I love Evereve as you guys know. And so we went to Evereve in April or May and I literally wore the same probably six or seven pieces uh, from there. Every in Lola's like, oh, look, it's your uniform. And you know, I'm out of my uniform today because I'm doing laundry. <laughs> but that's the only reason. But so. I'm with you. I, I mean, I have purchased, I bought three pairs of shoes this year. That's huge for you. I don't normally buy shoes. Yeah. And so I, I want to throw out some shoes, but I do think there there could be something to us in where we could just like make it almost a, a goal to get rid of less than, <laughs> than we're buying. Get and, rid of more than we're buying. Sorry, yeah. And if that might make our lives happy because we'll just be a little more decluttered. Changing the subject real quick, another thing I was talking to my mom about was, you know, when when we get so in our own heads about our stuff, that's like exactly the time to reach out and be helpful to somebody else. I, I'm, you guys have heard me say this. I've been doing the clear the list thing. We we cleared a lot of lists, Holderness. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was a, and but by I, the way, and we need to thank the people who are listening because I bet you a lot of them took part. Yeah. Because and, it was. I mean, we cleared lists ourselves, but then we put a post out and others were able to do it as well. And And we got to see, oh, my favorite part was just the comments. And it was like, here's my list, no pressure. And then someone underneath who's another part of the Holderness family posts just says hey check your list and then you see the gratitude mm -hmm. and like we got to watch it all unfold over a couple of days i will say it breaks my heart because there's like 25 30,000 comments there and probably half of them are teachers needing help and then sure yeah, and then a lot of teachers are like we can't even our school district won't let us share anyway the post is there if you need uh, like well maybe we'll try to link to it in the show notes here because there's still a lot i mean mm -hmm. i would i was like oh honey we're running out of <laughs> We had to have a budget for it and we exceeded our budget. Well, um, we, I mean, we cleared a lot of those lists before, before we even posted yeah. it on yeah. our own. So I just now, feel so bad. That is so to me, more. that's a great, uh, I think that's a great thing nationwide. I understand why some school systems aren't doing it 
but I also don't really understand like why they won't allow it, but I also don't understand. Yeah, um, I don't know the official reasons why, but I know in the county where we are, they're not technically allowed to share their lists publicly. Which okay, but why? I, I, act, I don't know. My perception would be like, but I, I don't know this is fact at all. That it's not a good look because, so what it is, I, I looked at the lists and most of them are what make this, the classroom special. Yeah. It's the, the little pop sockets that the kids can use like during the reading centers or a, a you know, a book series or a, a rug for the reading nook or like, or something that hangs on the wall. Like those things that make a classroom special, yeah. that I think are very, very important. Um, that's, but, that's great. Yeah. Honey, yeah. honey, if someone put a list in front of me, if you're a teacher, you're not making enough money. Oh, well, no, no, no. I'm and not. Defi- so I think the school, what I'm saying is I think the school district says, oh, we give you enough money for the paper, the pencils, the markers, the post-it notes. Right. So they're like, stop, you know, panhandling for more because you don't need more is probably what the school district is saying. Okay. But I think that what makes it special for our kids is all those little things that cost a lot of money out of the teacher's pocket. So. Yes. And Yes. If someone sent me a teacher's list and said a bottle of vodka and twenty four Trulies, I will also clear that list. I mean, she didn't like, put Trulies, but there was a, there was there was a couple teachers who had Starbucks or yeah. um, like like those, and I was like, heck yeah, add to cart, and then like snack stuff. There was obviously snacks for the teachers. I was like, yes, this is what you need. Yes, add to cart. So anyway, yeah, I, we, we, I don't care what they ask for. I know it's like if it's something. It's almost better for me if if we could get them something personal. I mean, if I could send them a case of wine, if I could, oh my gosh, yeah. You know, we have to have to say, PC. He was, he was actually he's he's very good. He's a very good kid. He's a very good kid. But I think there were a few days in preschool, and in hindsight, I'm like, was he that? But that we got a call one day. They're like, he's he's. Can you come pick him up? It's like he's been shot out of a cannon. After drinking 12 shots of espresso. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm so sorry. But that was literally the last behavior call we got for him. And I got them each um, six bottles of wine (laughs) for uh, the end of year school gift. I was like, in hindsight, I'm like, that's probably inappropriate. But um, I I was like walking in, click, 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 click. So we started talking about how the stress of daily life threw my back out. We kind of circled back to the pursuit of happiness is a false pursuit we should pursue with some neutrality and just witnessing and having confidence and ability to deal with emotion. And then we ended with teachers list. Yeah, that worked out great. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm fine. I'm glad I got to talk a little bit about my moms. I'm glad I got to get that out there. I I agree with everyone, including Ian Morgan Cron, who comes on the show all the time, who tells me I need to sit and suck. And I think today's podcast was a little bit of me sitting in the suck and that's good. And I do feel better. I didn't have an actual physical ailment that was surrounding how I was feeling. So I would like to know more about how you are feeling. I'm feeling better. Okay. I'm feeling better. And um, it's last night we had a, we have a, we have new uh, BFFs and we've never met them in person, but we just zoom with them and cause they don't live in the same city and it's been fun. And Penn and I, uh, got on the zoom five minutes early and we were just staring at the computer screen waiting for our friends to join us. And 
we kind of turned to each other. We're like, I guess we could talk to each other. And it was almost as if the reaction was so funny because with, and you're like, I don't know, everybody's dying. Cause I have to say in our life, many people have died lately. Yeah. And, and, and there are, people and kids who are sick with very serious ailments and like all this he was like i don't know there's a lot of dying and sickness and people losing and i don't know if i i'm like you're right and we kind of just laughed and Start, sat there because started laughing it, because if we started to talk about it it would just be like yeah they would jump on the call and be like hey guys and we'd be weeping in front of the <laughs> In front of the computer. But so I think this was helpful to talk to you, babe. Thank you. I, I I love talking to you. I feel I feel better. I was I was I took a COVID test before this. I was feeling so out of sorts. I it, maybe that's like it's my back, and you kind of give yourself COVID. He does not have COVID. No, I'm more worried about the amoebas. You guys, okay. We did this video about like a Gen X summer, uh-huh. and it it was. Wait, if you say this, you know we're gonna get like 20 comments from doctors. It's okay. Okay, go ahead. It's it's towards the end of the podcast. They're not listening. Okay. And so it was the most fun we've had shooting a video in, I think it's the most fun I've ever had shooting a video because we were acting like idiots. And that we it took us two days, but the first day was just Penn and I shooting it. And I need to put the bloopers out somewhere because the line was like- The bloopers the, are on the end. No, but not you jumping into the water. Yeah, it is. From my cell phone uh-huh. and missing the shot. Oh, no, not that. Okay. What was the line of the song? Just something. I mean, it's about a Gen X summer. And so it, it was about how like I, we just always would put rope swings into like disgusting bodies of water. Uh, yeah. So there was I'm, like, I'm going to ride this rope swing into a, a river that's disgusting. Right. So in our town, there was literally a creek i mean yep. it's not a river it's a it's a waterway it's a creek it goes from it connects the lakes and it is yes and we have we're in the south so it's very it's clay so it's very brown and disgusting uh, on the very best day it's brown and disgusting and there hadn't been a lot of rain and so we find this rope so we go on this like half a mile hike to this adorable rope swing and i set up my cell phone to catch one angle on a tripod and then I'm on camera, I'm holding a camera on the other. And I was like, whatever you do, babe, just don't get your face under the water because that's impossible. Warm. If you go off a road swing, how do you not go underwater? I like don't that's know. Okay. But, uh, cause the water's warm and you hear about it all the time. There's these brain eating amoebas. The water was cool and the water was moving. Mm. So I f- anyway, so we, it's like, she starts blowing me up about brain eating amoebas on the way home. Yeah. And I, I, I did not sleep a wink that night. I like woke up and did WebMD stuff. I took two neti pots. Yeah. I set an alarm on my calendar. He set an alarm or he said something in his calendar two weeks after. He's like, you will not die. But he still thinks it's been three weeks now. He still thinks he may. Well, because there's this guy from. So then this week, the freaking news comes out. Like, sorry, I shouldn't say freaking news. But this kid from Florida is hospitalized with it. And they said he had gotten into this thing on July 1st. So that's more than two weeks worth of time. So you could still die. I'm st- like, it's, I'm, it's still bothering me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but like these, this is, this is our brain right now that we, that's self-inflicted. We have, it seems like, right? Yeah. We have like your mom is, you know, we're doing the long, slow, terrible goodbye with your mom now. 
But let's focus on the possibility that you have a brain eating me. You're saying it like that. You legit I know. talked about it for like two hours that afternoon and it scared the crap out of me. I know. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Okay. I just hope I don't have it. And I've had like I woke up with a slight headache this morning. If you die, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> it's gonna ruin my whole day. Don't go dying on me, Holderness. I love you. I love you too. I'm hoping that by Tuesday, by the time this comes out, I am still okay. Um, that, hey, I'm glad you're feeling better. For those listening, it's going to be okay. I love you. Love you. Bye. Okay, bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.